Welcome, friends, to the Star City Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Smith. Today we have with us again our very special guest and personal friend of mine and to others in our church. Her name is Sonia Waters. You can follow Sonia's teachings on Facebook, The Bible in Israel with Sonia Waters, or her YouTube channel, Sonia Waters Israel. Uh, She is a tour guide with the nation of Israel. She is also an author, a teacher, a speaker, and a mom. And we are glad that she is with us again. We are studying a very interesting topic as we're looking at the third temple. Uh, Last time we talked about the first and second temples, uh, both of the second temples. And today we're going to be talking about the third temple. Sonia, let's begin with a simple question. Why a third temple? Why a third temple? Uh, It's a very good question. And I tell you, I tell you why, because many Christians come to me and say, uh, Sonia, why do we have to build a temple? We are the temple of God. Uh, Our bodies is the temple of God. The the Holy Spirit dwells in us. So we really don't need the third temple. This is what they say to me. Well, the thing is, I haven't decided about it. It was God who decided that there was going to be a third temple. (laughs) It wasn't my decision. It is what God is saying in the scriptures, yeah? And uh, you can actually see this, uh, first of all, that God required of the Jewish people to build a dwelling place for him. And this can be found in Exodus 25, verse 8. When God actually says to Moses like this, and let them make me a sanctuary that I might dwell amongst them. So God is actually, is part of the Mosaic law. God is actually asking the Israelites at the time in the desert to build a sanctuary for him. And of course, everywhere where the Jewish people are, they need to be building a sanctuary, yeah? Uh, also, it says in Scripture, when you go to the land, when you go to the promised land, you shall build me a sanctuary. So uh, the Jewish people has been, have been in the land of Israel for already 72 years, and we haven't built a sanctuary to him. And it is actually embarrassing <laughs> uh, that we haven't done so yet. But of course, there are political issues here that we will talk about that uh, later on. But the Bible tells us about the third temple in the book of Ezekiel. In the book of Ezekiel from chapter 40 to 46 is the description of a temple that never has been built. Mm. Now, the Jewish people are using the details of Ezekiel 40 to 46 uh, for the construction of the third temple. That is going to be the third temple. They have all the plans, yeah? Everything is drawn up. The only thing, the only problem is the place, yeah, that, that we have a problem. So the plans have already been drawn up once again to to God's directions. Yes. And yes. they they know how to build the temple. Exactly. They just haven't started yet. They haven't started yet, but but uh, the Jewish people are have everything prefabricated. Everything is uh, in, uh, how can I say, everything is done. If we get that place, the temple can be up in three months. Wow. 
We have everything. We have the instruments. We have, we have a copy of the Ark of the Covenant. We don't have the the yeah the the original one, but uh, we have the menorah, which is the candelabra. We have all these instruments that they need. We have the priests. Even we have a place very near Jericho, close to the Dead Sea, where the rabbis are training to start the sacrifice again. So there is the anticipation and expectation of the temple being built again. Yes, and uh, the last time I was uh, in the Temple Institute, which which are the people that want to build the third temple and got everything ready for the third temple, I said to them, well, how far have you gone? And she said to me, we're ready to go. We got the plans, we got the money, we got everything, yeah? Mm. So the only problem is the place, yeah? And this is fascinating because in the book of Revelation also talks about a third temple, a temple that it was built for God, that unfortunately the Antichrist is going to sit on it. So we see in the prophecies in the Bible as well that he's talking about third temple, yeah? Uh, So there is an expectation on the Jewish side, Mm, and also on the Christian side. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Well, where is the third temple going to be, uh, Sonia? What is it going to look like? What is it going to look like uh, <laughs> to describe it? Yeah. Uh, it is It is an issue for me to describe it, but you can, um, you can see it in my... It will be similar to the, it's to the going to design be... of the... Previous temples, correct? Yes, it's going to be similar. It's going to be the size of Herod's temple, a big temple. Okay. A big, big temple. Bigger than Solomon's. I would would imagine that it would be probably the same size as Solomon's. Okay. But Zerubbabel was a tiny little temple. So, yeah, so it's it's one of the big temples. Are the plans also to include the outer and inner courts and porticos? Yes, so so, um, the Temple Mount, let's see if I can try and explain what the Temple Mount is. The Temple Mount is a platform, huge platform. It is a square platform. Uh, you have 500 meters on one side. And sorry, I don't know your measurements. I just know meters. Uh, so 500 meters on one side and about 400 meters on the other. Yeah. Uh, so it's more or less a square and it's on top of the Mount Moria. Yeah. In that square, Herod the Great actually built a huge building, which was the Royal Portico which is where uh, the Sanhedrin was, 120 members of the Sanhedrin in the time of Yeshua. And then you have two large patios uh, on each side of the temple. Yeah, the temple more or less in the middle. And then you have two large patios on each side. Those patios were called the patios of the nations, yeah? Mm -hmm. Uh, The courtyards of the nations. And it's fascinating because Yeshua, do you remember when Yeshua went into the temple and started throwing the tables? Yeah? Yes, yes. And, and uh, Yeshua said, my father's house is a house of prayer for all nations. Mm-hmm. And you have made the a den of robbers, something like that, that Yeshua said to them. Yeah, uh, And therefore, these people were selling their stuff in the courtyards of the nations. Yeah. 
And then you have the temple more or less in the middle. This temple had several sections to it. So you have, uh, so first of all, you have the temple. You have a very small, um, uh, how do I say, a fence, if you like, between the courtyards of the nations and the temple. The fence, only the Jewish people could actually go to the other side of that fence. Uh, and you have all the different uh, tribes of Israel that were so they could surround the temple. Okay, inside the temple you have three sections. You had the section of the women's court, that only women could go and sit there. Okay, and then you have another section where only the Levites could go through. You had also the altar where they made the sacrifices. And then you have the building itself of the temple where the Ark of the Covenant was, where the menorah, the candelabra was and all that, that only the Levites could go in. And the high priest could only enter the Holy of Holies once once a year. Yeah, so these were the different sections of it. It was a magnificent temple, mm. according to Josephus. Yes, Amazing. yes, and and Christ uh, turning over um, the businessmen's tables and money changers. That was in the outer part yes. of the temple yes. court in the patios. Yeah, patios. Yeah. Um, now let me ask you this question. Um, obviously, there's another building already on top of the Temple Mount. Yes. And it's not the yes, temple. Exactly. It's the Dome of the Rock, yes. uh, the third most uh, sacred site in, in Islam, supposedly. Yes. What are the political implications of the temple construction and the location for the temple? Okay. So so this is this is the issue here because the Temple Mount today is in the hands of the Muslims. Now uh, in six hundred and thirty eight AD the Muslims invaded the land of Israel. Uh, it wasn't Muhammad anymore. Muhammad already died before. So his follower, Omar, actually entered Jerusalem, looked for the Temple Mount to see where the temple was once upon a time, and he came and took over that place. So from 638 AD onwards, the Temple Mount is in the hands of the Muslims. And this is the problem, because we don't have where to put our temple, yeah? Uh, they are controlling it. Uh, in 1967, Israel actually took over all of Jerusalem, including the old city, where the Temple Mount is, where Mount Moriah is. And uh, they took over the Temple Mount, and they, there was a rabbi amongst them, uh, that wanted to blow up the Dome of the Rock. He actually phones up ben David Ben-Gurion, who's the Prime Minister of Israel, and he says, David, let me blow it up. Let me blow it up. And David Ben-Gurion says, are you nuts? If you blow this up, the whole of the Muslim world is going to come and attack us. Don't blow it up. Give it back to them. So on the same day, that Israel took over the Temple Mount was the day that was given back to the Muslims. Mm. And uh, it stayed in the hands of the Muslims ever since. I didn't realize that was on the same day. On the same day. On the same back. day, yeah. 
this is because the Muslims are afraid that we will take over that land and we'll kick them out of there, yeah? And they do not want that to happen. And because this is in the hands of the Muslims, Israel cannot build this temple. So we are lacking the place. Mm -hmm. This is the problem, yeah. Uh, will it require the removal of the Dome of the Rock for the temple to be reconstructed? Very good question. Very good question. And uh, let me tell you that we know exactly where the temple was because of the writings of Josephus, because of what the Talmud tells us. The Talmud is actually a, a holy book for the Jewish people, Yeah. And the Talmud that was written 200 years after uh, the temple was there uh, says to us that when all the doors of the temple open up, right in front of it was the beautiful gate of the Eastern Gate. So we know the alignment of the temple. We know exactly where it was. Uh, and when the Muslims put the Dome of the Rock there, they believed that they put the Dome of the Rock exactly where the temple was. Uh, why? Because, you know, they want to say, well, we're bigger and better than everybody else. But the reality is 100% for trying, but they missed. So they didn't put the Dome of the Rock where the temple was. They put it right next to it. Uh, so fascinating. And therefore, what does that mean that we do have this space right next to where the Dome of the Rock is that could be the place where the temple will be constructed? Fascinating. And 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 fascinating. God hid, hid from the Muslims uh, the location yeah, of the temple. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, what's fascinating is what he says in the book of Revelation 11. And if you permit me uh, to go to the book of yes. Revelation chapter yes. 11, um, let me get to it, okay? Uh, verses 1 and 2. And remember that the Muslims are Gentiles. If you're not a Jew, according to the Bible, you're a Gentile, yeah? And this is what the book of Revelation says. Then I was given a reed like a measuring rod, and the angel stood saying, Rise and measure the temple of God, the altar, and those who worship there. But leave out the court which is outside of the temple, and do not measure it, for it has been given to the Gentiles. Mm. So what I think the scripture is wow. telling us is that the temple, the third temple, is going to be right next to an area that was given to the Gentiles. Yes. Yeah? yes. Mm. Where the Dome of the Rock is, where the Al-Aqsa Mosque is, yeah, in that platform. How exciting. And it's, it's unfolding amazing. right before our eyes. Yes, amazing. So what do you want Christians to take away from this exciting uh not just a, a a foreshadowing of what's to come, but is prophecy really being revealed and fulfilled right before us? What should we as followers of Yeshua take away from the third temple? That, that we are very near the end and eventually this temple is going to be constructed. And what fascinates me is that the book of Revelation was written 2,000 years ago before the Muslims controlled that area. 
And yet the book of Revelation is telling us, giving us an idea where the temple is going to be and already knowing that that was going to be given to the Gentiles. Amazing. Amazing. Fascinating what God is doing and what God was telling us 2,000 years ago. Yes. He was going to do. And now we're seeing it revealed right before our very eyes. Well, Sonia, thank you so very much. Once again, our time's already gone today. I want to thank you, friend, for joining us with the Star City Podcast. And be sure to check out Sonia's teachings on Facebook and YouTube if you want to learn more about the Third Temple and other fascinating aspects of Israel, the Bible, God's Word, what's happening in prophecy today. Then please follow her on Facebook, follow her on YouTube. And be sure to also pick up a copy of her book, Content. Tested ownership of Israel. I promise you it's going to be a blessing to you. It's available on Amazon in both paperback and ebook. Well, now until we get together again, I'm Brian Smith, hoping you'll see the goodness of God by His grace and for His glory in your life today.